So today I applied to speak at NFT NYC 2024, which will be taking place in April. So today I'm going to give you a little bit broad overview as to why I applied to speak to this thing and what's going on and why I look forward to this event coming up. So if by any chance you're brand new to the space and don't know it, but NFT NYC is pretty much the premier NFT conference of the year. Now, all sorts of organizations will make their own claim to say this is number one and so forth. There are other big conferences. What I like to call my home conference, just because it is closer to where I'm currently located in Jamaica, is NFT Miami. Now, I've only physically attended it one time. I've been on the outskirts just tracking the first year. However, last year I was there, had a blast, and I look forward to this year. I hope everything comes together and I will be there in the person. However, when it comes to NFT NYC, this will be the first one that I'm actually attending. Long story short, of course, during the pandemic and everything that was going on, just traveling from Jamaica was just absolutely ridiculous, and I wasn't able to hit those bull market highs and the craze of everything, which is funny because the one that I was planning to attend pretty much everyone that I was supposed to hang out with, the various projects that I was supposed to meet with and everyone, they all got sick at that particular one. So it's funny that this is going to be my first one. I've been covering this event and speaking from it from the outskirts, but this is actually the first one that I will physically be attending. So why would I apply to speak to an event that I haven't even physically attended as a goer? First and foremost, I'll be honest, like the vast majority of the people, I just feel like they know their stuff, but as far as putting together a presentation that is engaging to the audience and what have you, I just don't think they're very good at doing that. And if you remember those Clear Eyes commercials when Ben Stein is doing that, actually, it comes from Wonder Years. He was the teacher that was in Wonder Years, and he was just extremely dry and boring, probably one of the smartest people, at least if you believe the TV shows and uh, his uh, game show that he was on, Win Ben Stein's Money, like this guy is a smart guy. However, he is boring. The way he delivers things is very dry. And I like to think that I have a way of simplifying things, but also engaging people and telling things in a way that at least, in my opinion, a little bit more captivating than the majority of speakers that I've seen. Not saying or taking anything away from them because I feel like this world is in a weird place. The people that are the best speakers are not very interested in NFTs. So by no means am I saying I'm an amazing public speaker and I should be paid to do this stuff. I just think that as far as speaking on the microphone, relating to people, doing this in person, I do workshops and what have you. I teach in various things and I just feel like I have something to offer and bring to the table. So that is the main reason why I applied. I think it would be a great experience just going there, rubbing some elbows with the speakers, of course. I just think it would be just a great opportunity to network, maybe find guests for the show and uh, people to just be able to interact with in ways that I couldn't necessarily do if I was just attending it. And I think that would just be a great experience. But as far as this particular event, one of the uh, interesting things is it, it is April 3 through 5 in New York City. And once again, it is going head to head with the car show. However, unlike last year, they won't be in the same location as far as I'm understanding that this will be in Times Square and at the Hudson Yards. So that is one thing they have going for it because from what I understand last year being the same venue as possibly the biggest consumer event as far as what happens in New York City, that car show is something that I know people from high school have been going to that. So it's just cool that it's not going head to head directly to it in the same venue this year. But Again, the time frame is around the same time, so we'll see how that works. But I think it's cool that the premier event as far as NFTs is back. It's going on multiple years right now. And a lot of these conferences are struggling to stay afloat, and this one has consistently showed up. So it's really good for that, and I appreciate what they're doing. 
Now, there are various tracks that will be happening. There's countless speakers, countless events, there's satellite parties and satellite events and so forth. But the main tracks at the main venue, which kind of made things a little bit interesting when I was submitting my application because they are AI, art, brands, community, entertainment, future, gaming, and legal. All of the speakers, the panels, and everything will fall into one of those categories. Of course, when I was trying to think, because what exactly am I going to speak about? I didn't want to speak about community because that's just overblown. I think everybody wants to speak about community and so forth. And I was even looking at the current speakers, and by far, it seemed like that was the one that like the most people applied to. And even in spaces, I am so tired of hearing people speak about community, community, community. I know I just didn't episode recently on community. But what I'm saying is this is not something I would want to travel to New York to speak about because, yeah, we get it for this point. We could put that stuff out in Twitter spaces or put a YouTube video up. But for the most part, community really hasn't changed since we started gathering ourselves together in groups outside of our family. This is like thousands and thousands of years of practices and and things of that nature. It really hasn't changed. The tech changes, but whatever. There's only but so much you can say about community. Only the tools change, but anywho. As far as the other ones, AI, not something I really want to speak about. Yes, I use AI every single day, but as far as with NFTs, no, I think that'd be some very interesting conversations as to how the blockchain and AI gets interacted with all this stuff. So I'll be interested in listening to those, but not something I could really contribute to. Art, same thing too. I create things, but not for the purposes of NFTs. Brands, that might be very interesting because I'm using the NFTs to build brands and what have you and helping people do the same thing. However, not exactly what I wanted to speak about. Then there's also gaming. I enjoy dabbling in it and hopping in here and there. However, I'm not the biggest gamer. And if you listen to the show, you know that. I don't speak a lot about gaming, not because I'm not interested in it, not because I don't think it is viable. I actually think that is one of the frontiers that's going to really speed up Web3 adoption, blockchain technology, and NFTs. However, since I'm not the biggest gamer, I don't feel like I'm even qualified to necessarily create the content and bring that stuff out there because I'll just be regurgitating information. For the most part, everything I speak about is either something I'm directly interacting with, I'm trying for myself, or really excites me and causes me to dive down that rabbit hole. So just playing a few hours on a game for the sake of creating content, eh, not really my style. I'm not going to have that same passion. I'm not going to bring that fire to the microphone and the presentation as I would if this is something that I was truly fired up about and excited about. And some of the more boring things is what really fires me up, if you will. Now, legal is a very interesting one. However, I'm not a lawyer, don't find myself very qualified. So it really falls down to two categories. Do I want to speak about entertainment or do I want to speak about the future? And once I got into the subcategories of what was under entertainment and what was under future, it was like, ah, oh boy, I don't even know exactly which way I'm going to go. But I selected entertainment and the angle that I'm going to speak about, or at least I applied to speak about, is how I leverage NFTs to build audiences and super fans using my NFTs engaging with other holders and so forth. And I guess you would say, especially as a small creator, I think if you're starting off and you don't have a massive audience like a Gary Vee or something, you're doing a great disservice to yourself. I don't care if you are a podcaster, if you're a YouTuber, if you are someone that is just dabbling in the space, speaking about Web3 or even a musician. 
you might not technically be a Web3 coder, developer, builder, anything of that nature, but let's say you're a musician and you're doing certain things that would be beneficial to a particular community. I think leveraging NFTs to then get your music before more people is just the smart thing to do. So I put together this presentation, pitching the idea to them, putting it under entertainment and tokenizing entertainment. It's not exactly what this is, but that's the best category that I could find that it fits into. And if Disney's former CEO, which I probably shouldn't say that because he did lose his job and they brought back Bob Iger, but he said that the next big IPs would be coming out of Web3. These NFTs and these characters and everything would be creating the next big IP. So not going to necessarily directly focus on that because IP, again, that goes more so onto the legal side. But as far as telling stories, building fans and that kind of thing is that's what I have experience doing. That's what I feel like I can bring some passionate about. And anyone that can sit in a closet, although I'm not in a closet anymore, but I started off recording this show literally with microphones hooked up using my sweatshirts and what have you and pillows as a backdrop to muffle the sound on a eh, shaky microphone setup and all that stuff. So anyone who is willing to do that to speak about NFTs, I think is someone that's really excited about this stuff, creating content and then leveraging those NFTs into building an audience and a business. I think that is something that I'm uniquely qualified to speak about and something that I'm excited about. So that is the reason why I put together that particular one. Now, if you happen to have seen my post that I put out there on X, you'll see that I put one of the slides from the demo, if you will, and I just animated it, put a little music to it. And can you recognize what song that is? If you happen to see that, I will leave it in the show notes. But I was just having a little fun with it. Number one, I'm actually practicing what I preach by leveraging the community and the audience because of course, what did I do? After I posted that, I shared that with them. And then secondly, I just wanted to have a little fun with it. I created these slides. I didn't necessarily think I was gonna do a slide deck or whatever it is, but it was in there and recommended that if you apply using a slide deck, it does give you a better chance. I said, why not? I created some graphics. I already did all the hard work already using AI and doing all this stuff, of course, editing, knocking out backgrounds and shaping things and doing lightings and merging pictures together using other software. So I was like, you know what? Whether or not they want me as a speaker, I'm going to have fun with this stuff that I already made. So that's what I intended on doing. I put that out there and also test the waters. Of course, I tagged NFT NYC in there. So at least they could see, look, I am practicing when I preach. I'm not just a random guy saying this is what I want to speak about. No, this is what I do. As far as what's going on with this, I highly recommend doing things in person. So I don't know where you are in the world if you're listening to this. If you have the ability to get to New York City or any of these conferences, even these little local ones that I've popped up at uh, in various places, even here on the island of Jamaica, like when you meet someone in person, when you see someone face to face and have a conversation, like it, it, there's no replacing that. As much as I am an introvert, I like to create behind the scenes and uh, do all this stuff solo. And that's fine. That's that is fun. However, when it comes to getting real connection, I think the best place to do it is at these conferences. So a lot of people often speak about these things are very lame, like the presentations and all the things, the workshops, like if they already know this stuff and they're not just a newbie. So why would they go to it? And honestly, even though I am applying to be a speaker, 
I think it goes way beyond just listening to whoever's there. You're going to take that information, pick the brain of the people that speak, have a conversation. And I think that's where it really comes in. And even the sponsors, right? A lot of the great things that I've seen from various other events in the past, whether in Web3 or not, the sponsors were actually valuable because if someone's willing to spend their money, sponsor this event, be there, okay, they have a business, they have something that is sustainable and viable. So hearing them out and just speaking to the employees and the staff, believe it or not, I find that to be some of the most fun things to do. And I can even think of back in the day when I was in high school, I took a lot of business classes and a part of the class, we'd go to these business conference and I just like going booth to booth, asking various people and teams about their companies. Just to give you a little throwback, I remember one of the first ones that I went to, the Keurig machines were just coming out. And this was like this new thing. And they debuted at these conferences where business people were going to learn about new products. And they were actually pitching it to offices and delis and people in business before they had the home model. And it was the most mind-blowing cool thing ever at the time. Now, as a coffee drinker, someone who absolutely loves my French press and Chemex and other methods, I have actually never owned a Keurig machine. But again, I just thought it was so cool to see this thing that was being debuted at one of these conferences basically take over the world years later. And I remember working at Bed Bath & Beyond, RIP. Man, I had some good memories there. And the number one selling product, if you will, the number one selling SKU in the entire Bed Bath & Beyond system at one point was the cheapest Keurig machines. Everyone was buying these things and they were flying off the shelves. The Keurig display was right at the front, but it was cool to be at one of these conferences mingling and speaking to the employees, getting their thoughts and all of this to see, all right, cool, this is the future, this is where things are going. Anywho, going back to this, the main reason why I think it's just awesome, again, is for those conversations. So looking forward to this. And if you are going to be at NFT NYC, this is in April, let me know. I'd love to link up with various people. And as things are starting to pan out and I make my travel arrangements and so forth, then as we get closer to that date, then I'll start to set things a little bit more in stone. But I would love to know, are you going? If you plan to be there, just reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on X or using contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. Later.